Welcome. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello and welcome to this series of readings from Discover Magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Today's article was written by Alex Orlando. It's dated March 22, 2023 and appears on the Discover website, discovermagazine.com. Why does our sense of taste change as we get older? We crave anything salty or sweet as children, but our sense of taste often becomes more complex over time. Here's the science behind our ever-evolving taste buds. Maybe you became a Brussels sprouts convert in your late teens. Or perhaps you were addicted to the sweet stuff, specifically candy, as a kid, only to grow out of it later. It might have taken until adulthood for you to start craving bitter foods and drinks like sautéed kale or a martini with olives. It's a familiar story, right? Although we all have our own unique preferences, most of us gravitate towards sweeter things and avoid bitter-tasting foods when we're children then develop more complex palates as adults, and our tastes often shift again in our later years. Sure, it's a given that we like different foods at different points in our lives. But what's perhaps less understood is why our tastes change as we get older. Quote, These senses of taste and smell change during development, but the brain is also plastic, and it learns. We perceive these flavors with our brain, says Julie Manella, a biopsychologist at the Monell Chemical Senses Center in Philadelphia. Quote, one of the biggest times these senses change is during childhood. The research is showing that children really live in different sensory worlds, end quote. Understanding our sense of taste. It's not just our taste buds that tell us whether we like a particular food. When we sink our teeth into, say, a crisp apple, our brains must then process a dizzying array of sensory and neurochemical signals to help us decide whether we want to take another bite. Our taste buds, found on the tongue, roof of the mouth, esophagus, and at the back of the throat, respond to five fundamental stimuli, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and more recently discovered, umami. But these flavors are just part of the story. Quote, a great example is to plug your nose while you're eating and chewing, and you'll just experience taste, says Manella. But once you unplug your nose, you'll experience the odors in foods that hit the olfactory receptors from the back of the mouth, end quote. Our memories are also deeply connected with taste. Just ask Marcel Proust, whose bite into tea-soaked madeline famously whisked him away on a mental reminiscence. Scientists have even found a direct link between the part of the brain responsible for taste memory and the region responsible for encoding the time and place we experienced that taste, according to a study published in the Journal of Neuroscience in 2014. Quote, Flavor is what ties us to our past and provides a sense of identity, says Manella, and it allows foods to provide us with comfort. 
These are really powerful senses, end quote. Flavor preferences in childhood. As it turns out, a penchant for sweet and salty foods when we're children may be hardwired into our basic biology. From an evolutionary perspective, says Manella, sweetness is nature's shorthand for high-calorie foods, while salty flavors signal the presence of a much-needed mineral. That's because until relatively recently in human history, children needed every scrap of energy they could find to survive until adulthood. As a result, their palates evolved towards energy-rich foods. Sweet versus bitter. Quote, if given their choice, they'd probably eat a lot more sweets because it's just the biology of it all, says Manila. They're really seeking out that energy source. We didn't evolve in an environment that had low-calorie sweeteners that provide sweetness with no energy or refined sugars, end quote. On the other hand, we tend to steer clear of bitter-tasting foods as children. In fact, some researchers think that kids have a hypersensitive sense of taste, particularly when it comes to bitterness. Much like sweetness is nature's alarm bell for caloric density, bitter flavors act as a biological skull and crossbones, protecting us from ingesting potential toxins during childhood. Quote, bitter is often a signal for things that could be poisonous or that we should be wary of, says Manila, but that's not to say that you can't learn to like bitter foods once you know that they're safe, end quote. These food preferences may begin before birth as well. For starters, women often become more sensitive to bitterness during pregnancy. A mother's diet can even directly impact her unborn child. Thanks to ultrasound scans, scientists have observed fetuses grimacing in the womb when their mothers consumed a kale capsule, according to a 2022 study in Psychological Science. Why do taste buds change? As we march through childhood and into adolescence, our senses lose that ultra-sensitivity to certain flavors. And as our bitter sensitivity and preference for sweet and salty diminishes, we become bolder and less picky, broadening our tastes through exposure and experience. It's during this period that we might find we actually like once-despised foods like beets and broccoli. Quote, We're omnivores, so we're open to a wide variety of foods, says Manella. I think that learning is always there. End quote. Another shift happens when we move into middle age. That's when the roughly 10,000 taste buds we are born with begin to stop growing back. These taste receptors are titans of cellular turnover, dying off and regrowing about once every 10 days. Starting in our 40s and 50s, however, they simply don't regenerate at the same frequency. This means that we have fewer taste buds sending sensory signals to the brain. That's not the only factor that can make foods taste blander over the years. Our sense of smell starts to diminish as we age, too, since our olfactory receptors also stop regenerating as rapidly. Still, Manella cautions that these sensory changes can be quite subtle, 
and are often unique to a particular odor or flavor. Quote, it's not like all of the odors are decreasing, she says. It could be one. Maybe you're not as sensitive to rose, but just as sensitive to the aromas of garlic. It's not a homogeneous loss, end quote. What else changes our sense of taste? It's important to note that aging isn't the only thing that can dull our sense of taste. Some medications, including those used to treat high blood pressure, can alter how your taste buds perceive certain chemicals. Viral infections and illnesses that target the upper respiratory system can also reduce your sense of smell and, by extension, taste. Quote, These senses got a lot of attention during the COVID pandemic, says Manila. They were the canaries in the coal mine and some of the first warning signals of the infection of the virus. Foods just didn't taste the same, end quote. For most of us, these senses typically return over time, but there are still plenty of people who continue to struggle with the loss of smell and taste from COVID-19. According to a 2022 survey, about 15% of people who experienced a loss of smell due to the illness still had problems six months later. About 9 million people in the U.S. alone. Again, this article was written by Alex Orlando. My name is Brian Lemon. Thank you for listening and stay curious.